Uh, we're looking in the mornings at Ephesians 6, we're looking at the armor of God. And Ephesians 6, you'll remember, it tells us that the struggles we have, the things that um, we come up against over the course of the week, even though they do involve flesh and blood, what we can see, our struggles aren't only with flesh and blood, the seen things, the, the humans that are involved with our struggles. But our struggles, as believers especially, our struggles are against unseen spiritual kingdoms and powers, the, the devil and all of his, his forces. And so when we talk about the devil, when we talk about the devil, we also have to talk about Jesus. And it seems funny to ask this in church, but let me ask you this. Do you know why Jesus came? Do you know why Jesus came? Do you know why Jesus, the eternal son of God, came to earth from heaven? Why he came as a man, fully God and fully man, one person, two natures. Why did he do that? Well, if you've grown up in church, if you've been here for a while, maybe you would rightly say, well, Jesus came. Jesus came to be the sinless substitute. He came to live for me in my place and to die for me in my place and by doing so to save me from the wrath of God and by doing so to reconcile me to God. And if you said that, you'd be right, but that's not all. Why else did Jesus come? Why did he come to earth? Well, do you know what else he purposed in coming? First uh, John 3.8 speaks to this whole uh, spiritual warfare. It says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested. That is, for this reason, the Son of God appeared, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came, Jesus appeared on earth so that he could destroy the works of the devil. In other words, Jesus came to break down what the devil builds. Jesus came to break what the devil is building. And because that's true for our, our little devotional tonight, there are two things that you've got to do. You've got to recognize bad architecture. You need to recognize bad architecture and you need to rejoice in the renovation to come. So first of all, recognize bad architecture. Because Jesus came to break what the devil's building, it means the devil is building something. It means in this world, in this reality that we all inhabit, the devil is building something. It says the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. The devil has been at work. The devil is at work even now. Now, what are the devil's works? We looked at this a little bit more a few weeks ago, but you can see just one example of the kind of thing that the devil does and is still doing in Genesis 3, the Garden of Eden. The devil enters there. The devil makes accusations to Eve. He's not accusing her, but he is accusing someone. He makes accusations to Eve about God. The devil, with her, the devil sows suspicions about God to her. The devil says to her, you can't trust God. You can't trust these things that God has said. And that's part of, that's part of what the devil is building. It's, it's, it's bad architecture. It's bad construction. And the devil is continuing to do this, propping these things up, building them up. And you need to recognize this bad architecture that's in the world around you, that's in your own situation. And, and you know how to recognize bad architecture. You've got, you've got a uh, you can kind of smell it if you look at a building. Maybe it's a big building. Maybe it's three stories tall, four stories tall. And you look at it and you think, oh, hey, something doesn't look right about that. 
the windows, the proportionality is off, or it's missing some windows where there should be windows, or the door, it's, it's a weird size in a weird place. And, and you can see something is messed up with the architecture. And so it's the same way with the world. And, and you've got to recognize the bad architecture of the devil. The suspicions, for instance, and the accusations about God that the devil's trying to weave into your thinking, weave into the situation. I give you, let me give you an example of recognizing bad architecture in my own life. Maybe, maybe 20 years ago, uh, just over 20 years ago, I was uh, the youngest elder in this church. And I think maybe there were like five other elders at the time. I was the youngest one, and, and they were older than me up to... 15 years older than me, maybe 20 years older than me. I was the youngest one, and I don't know why um, exactly, but at this period in my life, uh, I wrestled a lot. For the first time, I wrestled a lot with worry and with fear. And it got to, for me, it got to the level of even having to wrestle with panic attacks. And uh, I would, I would, it, but it would, it, would, it would sit around something I'd be thinking. I would get into this line of thinking where I would just start to, be doom casting, forecasting doom on some line of thought. I, I would, this imaginary future scenario, I would just start to go down this path in my mind and then suddenly I'd be in the place of terror and panic. Uh, and it would just grip my whole, my heart and my, my whole body. And in this case, this thing about me being the youngest elder uh, among all the other elders, I, I, the way I was doom casting was I thought, okay, what if I'm, I'm still here and it's 20, 30, 40 years into the future, and the church just gets older and older, and, and the people start dying off or moving, and then I'm the last one left. I'm the last person left, and like, I have to somehow figure out how do you shut this thing down. And like, I was terrified. I, I was like, my heart would be racing, it would be plunged, I would just be like, I, this is ridiculous, but I am in the grip. Now, it took me a long time. I actually did, but I did it so much, people were like, whatever, why is he going on and on about this? Because it was also other things, too, at the same time. Um, well, sorry for not catching No, no, no. Um, uh, but more and more, I, I began to start to recognize the bad architecture and how I was seeing all of that scenario. The doom casting, the fear, was being sown by my weak flesh, and it was being sown by the devil. The devil was pumping lies to me, not just about a potential future. He was pumping lies about God. Because why would I be afraid of that? God is good. God has good in store for us. God has for us who believe. God had for me a future and a hope. But the devil was accusing. The devil was coming in and sneaking into the undercurrent of my thinking, this suspicion in my mind saying, God's going to take away God's going to take away all the people from that church. God's going to make tomorrow. God's going to make next year. God's going to make 10 years from now worse than today. And everything that we know from God in the word tells us the opposite. Is there something good in your situation right now, but it's coming to an end? Is, are you losing something right now that you love? Well, then what you need to expect is that God is removing better in order to bring in the best. That God is withholding better in order to give you best. And so, for you, when you start scanning over the things that you fear, the worries that keep you awake, you need to recognize the bad architecture. Detect in it 
the devil's lies about your God. The, de- the devil's lies about yourself. Maybe he's not putting in lies that lead to fear. Maybe he's leading, putting in lies that uh, are about you. He does that too. Accusations, that, uh, making you, telling you that your value lies in your looks, that your value lies in some number that has to do with your performance or your accounts or whatever. Those are, those are all bad architecture that the devil is trying to sow. So because Jesus came to break what the devil builds, you've got to recognize bad architecture. The second thing is this. Because Jesus came to break what the devil builds, you also need to rejoice in the renovation to come. Rejoice in the renovation to come. Remember, that, that's what it says. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And so what he's saying there is, all of this bad architecture, all of the bad things that the devil is sowing into this life, including tearing down people's health and their minds and their hearts and their relationships, Jesus is coming to put an end to that and to stop that. All all that stuff is sown by the devil, dissensions, hatreds, enmities, all the accusations that the devil makes about God. That's all vandalism that the devil is doing. That's all graffiti that the devil is spraying. That's the devil's work. He's going to spray that kind of lie, those kind of things on every wall he finds. But Jesus is coming, and Jesus has come, to remove all of the tags that were sprayed on, all the untruth that was scribbled on the walls. Now, you've seen, you've seen spray paint on walls, on the sides of buildings. Sometimes they, they do it on beautiful buildings, like a museum with marble walls. And you think, oh, that's, that's a shame. How are they going to get rid of that without leaving some kind of trace where you'll be able to still like, read through it? And sometimes you, you see... Uh, people who will like spray paint a message over like a, an overpass of a bridge and like the best they can do is they kind of just block it out and you can tell there was like a six letter word and a two letter word or something and you're like it, it doesn't really remove it it just kind of covers it up it's, it's, it's like that with the work of the devil you will look at some of the things that the devil has done that the devil has removed that the devil has convinced you or others of and you can wonder How's, how's Jesus going to remove that? How's Jesus going to make that better? And, 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 and he will. And we need to rejoice in that. And we can, we can be convinced that the truth, the truth that's in Jesus is going to overcome all of those lies because when Jesus came, he didn't come just to try to cover it up. He didn't come just to try to argue against the devil's arguments. Jesus came to show us God. He came to show us the truth about God. John 12, 45, and he who sees me, Jesus is speaking, sees him who sent me. He's saying, when you see me, Jesus, when, when you read about Jesus in the Gospels and you, and you start to, to plow through his life and, and, and start to study it and, and dwell on it, you start to see God and you start to see the truth of God. And that's, that's how the devil's vandalism and the devil's works start getting torn down. Do you want to know God? Do you want to know the truth about God? Do you need to remember the true things about your God? Well, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. For instance, you can just look at the love of God, the truth about the love of God. You can see that when you see Jesus. And look at the goodness of God. Look at the goodness of God, and you'll see that as you look at the life of Jesus and how Jesus was good to everyone. He loved you so much. Jesus loved you so much and wanted your good and your future so much that he gave up what was most precious to him in order to to get the most for you. In this day, 
in, in his day, in the day of Jesus, the greatest admire, one of the greatest admired pieces of architecture in Jerusalem was the temple. They all admired it. They, they just looked at it. People would come and visit out of town to tour it and, and just gaze at wonder at it. In the gospel, Jesus is that great temple, that great, the greatest architecture that was admired. He's the great temple which was torn down so that you could be re, re, remade new. And that, that remaking of each one of you who believe, that is a grand and great thing, and that is just the beginning of what he will do for the entire creation when he returns. And so you can see in that the love of God, you see in that the power of God in the renewal, and you see in that the wisdom of God. How could God, through Christ, come up with some way where he would lose everything? His loss would mean your gain, our gain. But then Christ would be risen, and so we will always be together with the Lord. It's amazing. It's his wisdom that you see. And so Jesus came to break what the devil builds. And so for you, for me, recognize. Recognize and see the bad architecture that's in your world today. The places where you're struggling. Whether it's with relationships, or your work, or with your health, or maybe just with yourself. Learn to see the bad architecture that's there. And take heart. Because Jesus is risen with healing in his wings. He's come to rebuild. He's come to break what the devil builds and to make all things new. And we can rejoice in that. Amen.